0: Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me.
1: And a demi straight girl, that's me, Kayla.
0: And an arrow ace girl, that's me, Courtney Lang. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand.
1: On today's episode, A OK. Sounds, Sounds fake, but A OK.
0: Welcome back to the pod.
1: Oh, God.
0: I'm going to lose my marbles.
1: You can't say it before me. You can't do it before. (laughs) Why am I even here anymore then?
0: (laughs) This is the Sarah podcast. Thank you.
1: I'm like not even I went on vacation for a week. I come back. There was a revolution in the discord. (laughs) There was a revolution in the discord. (laughs) what's a ma- revolution?
0: <sighs> well because kayla is obsessed with just maladying everything and it's rubbed off on me everyone in our discord started putting an apostrophe after the m in every word that they happened to say that started with an m <laughs> and <laughs> that's great and so our like at in the discord is now podcast moms <laughs> and the the mods are
1: mods, <laughs> and the meme channel is memes, <laughs> and a bunch of people like change their usernames to it's. it's and I missed it. That yeah. was gone.
0: Kayla wasn't even there.
1: <laughs> Sounds <laughs> fun.
0: Anyway, anyway, Kayla. Anyway, what are we talking about this week?
1: This week we're talking about our good friend Courtney. And with, we're gonna talk about her. her. No, we're also. just gonna talk about her while she's sitting here, I thought. Okay, just talk about
2: me. I'll pretend I'm not here. It's fine. Perfect. Yeah. Great.
1: Just kidding. It's Courtney. She's here. <laughs> Hi, Courtney. <laughs> Hi.
0: You guys may know Courtney from the podcast AOK. If you don't, what are you doing? But it is... like to think of it as our sister podcast that's way more professional than we are Um, yes (laughs) Courtney when we were on your podcast you sent us pdfs
2: (laughs) I did I'm an office worker I really like pdfs I really like spreadsheets oh I Um, love a spreadsheet if if you looked at my desktop on my computer, you wouldn't think that I liked PDFs and spreadsheets because I'm one of those people who saves everything to my desktop. Me, me too. And there's of layers of things. Yep. Oh, there's of course. folders called desktop that I drag everything into and then it fills up again and I make another folder called desktop in the desktop mm, folder. Classic.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> classic. Oh, no. oh, wonderful. But for those people who don't know what AOK is, Courtney, do you want to give a quick little pitch to our listeners?
2: Sure. Um, I'll pitch it to you. And gosh, you better listen after this great pitch. Um, <laughs> it's a podcast where I interview people um, on the ace and arrow spectrum. So that's short for asexual and aromantic spectrums. Um, you don't have to be both ace and arrow to be on my podcast. I interview people who are ace and not arrow. I interview people who are arrow and not ace. Um, I really like interviewing people. I don't know. Uh, this is going to be really interesting because you're the ones interviewing me, so we
0: we'll see. We hold the power.
1: <laughs> We've done it. We've taken over. We've done it. All right. So, Courtney. Yes. It feels weird interviewing you. You just interviewed us. I, I know. The whole vibe of this feels wrong.
2: I know. <laughs> I had to do, I had to, uh, what is it called, give back the favor? I don't think that's what that's it's true. called, but.
1: Return, return. Ret- return, return, return the favor. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Return the favor. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, I want to know about your podcast because I feel like obviously you're the one talking to people all the time, and it's rare that you talk about the actual podcast. I feel like on the podcast because mm-hmm. that would be weird.
0: This has gotten meta. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know,
1: Courtney. Why did you
2: start a OK? Um, I started a OK to be honest, because I was not okay. Um, I felt like I was the only person who was asexual or aromantic out there. I didn't have a lot of um, people to look at and be like, that's like me. I'm okay because there's someone else like me. Um, And so I was like, it would be really great if I could just sit down and listen to people talk about being asexual and aromantic or not even that like just sit down and listen to people who I know are asexual and or aromantic talk about anything just like anything. about being
0: humans <laughs> yes yeah, about
2: being humans about you know their favorite hobbies or what sports they like or um how much they love their cat just like anything that wasn't a person who wasn't ace and or arrow talk um and I think listening for me is a lot easier than reading because I found a lot of asexual and aromantic content online that you can read, but I didn't know of anything really that you could listen to that had a huge variety of different people talking. Um, and I really like podcasts, and I would always wanted to make a podcast. And so I was like, hey, I'll just make a podcast about people talking about whatever they want to talk about who happen to be on the ace and Arrow spectrums.
0: Artful. Thank you. An artful response.
1: <laughs> it's much better than the reason we started our podcast. Why did you start your podcast? Funny cuz we're fun. we, funny. We thought we were we, funny. <laughs> we thought we were funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, not as good. I almost said cuz
0: we were bored, but we weren't even bored. We <laughs> we just
1: just thought We just started
0: it. Uh, incredible. Um, I guess so I know you said that you, you know, you started your podcast in part because you were kind of struggling with seeing your own identity elsewhere. What was your sort of process in kind of coming to terms with your own identity? Um, It was
2: long and hard, I would say. I could make a joke there. Um,
0: but- I was just thinking that. I was <laughs> like, we're too airways for this.
2: We're not. There's no such thing as being too airways for anything. Um, a good point. But I, I really denied it at first, I think, um, because I didn't want to be. I wanted to want what everybody else wanted. Um, and So it took me a long time to really even admit it to myself. And once I admitted it to myself, I hated myself for it. Um, it was a big journey of self-acceptance, I think. And I don't even know if I'm 100% there, and I don't even know if I'll ever be 100% there, but it's a lot better now, partly thanks to the podcast um, that I'm doing, just being able to talk to everybody about it and listening to everybody else talk about also being ace and arrow and other things. And it's just, yeah, I think that was a big part in helping me kind of accept How it's okay to be ace and arrow and how it's okay to not want what everybody else wants, even if it seems amazing. Um, Like there are a lot of other amazing things in the world. And yeah, I forget what your question was. But that's my that's my ramble
0: you answered it in a sublime manner I I think it's actually really interesting because like a lot of times people look to to people like you or people like us as, like oh this person has a podcast about A-spec issues like they must be so confident in their identity and they must feel so good about it and it's like that's not always the case Mm -hmm. Uh, and we're we're questioning and struggling just the same as anyone else is it's just uh, we also have microphones right (laughs) we happen to
2: have microphones and <laughs> that we like to use to talk into the
0: the nothingness but and for some reason people listen
1: <laughs> i do think that's super comforting though cuz i feel like we've talked we talked about this a lot and i think we talked about this with um alice 2 episodes ago about how like A lot of times it seems like everyone else has everything figured out, and then when you don't, you're like, well, I'm a piece of shit. Like, everyone else is super excited about their identity and, like, has everything figured out, and then you feel like shit. So then I feel like being so open on, like, a platform, being like, no, I'm actually, like, not always a-okay, it's like, oh, I feel better.
2: And there is always that fear there that you're going to end up alone, or you feel lonely sometimes, and you feel it heavier because, because you're ace and arrow. So you feel like it's, you know, it's what your fate is. Um, and I think you just have to remember that people who aren't ace and arrow also feel loneliness. Like it's not something unique to us and it's not, I don't know, it's, it's not something that's permanent. And I think that's for everybody, not just people on the ace and arrow spectrums.
0: It's a very human thing. Like, humans are social creatures. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, like, we're still social creatures. <laughs> and so everyone is going to have that fear. Right. Yeah. Has there been anything in particular you feel that you've learned from doing the podcast? Like, from guests or just, like, about yourself or just in general? Um,
2: I've learned how important an editor is I think (laughs) Sophie is like the best and I'm so honored to be able to work with her um I don't know what I would do without her editing Sarah I'm sure you know because you edit uh sounds fake Mm -hmm. but okay is super time consuming and it takes a long time it takes way longer than just recording the episode so I think it's just something that you can't take for granted and like that's on the technical side of it. I guess on the more like you know, non-technical side of what I have I learned, I think I've just learned how diverse the community is and how how even if I could have almost nothing in common with the person I'm talking about, they'll say something that connects with me on a deeper level than some of my best friends just because they're on the ace mm-hmm. and narrow spectrum. Like, they'll say something out loud that I have never been able to articulate, and it's, like, an oh-my-God moment. Like, nothing will beat the time that I was talking to someone. I, in She was in her 70s, and she had been married multiple times, um, and she had children. She had this, like, huge, you know, h- huge uh, amount of life experience and all of these stories, and I'm sitting here, and I'm in my 20s, like, fresh, like, you know, never been married, all that stuff. And she said how much she hated French kissing. And I had never felt so validated in my life. (laughs) So, like, just things like that, like, learning how I can have such, like, crazy things in common with total strangers and just, like, also have so much not in common with them.
0: Yeah, I think that's also just, like, we – as people who are arrow ace or ace back or whatever we forget that aloes are validated by society and the people around them all the time like because they feel things in a similar way that that most people do like they're surrounded by people who are sharing their experiences and sharing their feelings all the time and like media is like reinforcing that and then for us it's just like we, we it's easy to forget that like there are people out there that also feel the same way as us, and that like there are people that you know that can also reinforce our own feelings. It's just we have to kind of seek them out more actively than than the aloes do.
2: right, exactly and I mean i have I'm lucky enough where like now I have a podcast where people come to me and talk to me about it, so I don't have to seek them out anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But before that, like it was a huge deal to connect with anyone on any of those topics so. I think it's just nice to learn that there are people like you out there no matter how different they are than you like there are points where you will hit that you're like holy shit you're right like I've always (laughs) felt this way and no one else has ever told me they felt this way and it's just like
1: it's the feeling is unreal. I also think it like it goes back to what you said about like hearing people talk about it and not just reading it like obviously talking to people on the internet is great like we met you through the internet we've met a lot of really cool people through the internet but like being able to see someone on video chat or like talk to them on the phone is like it makes it I think a lot more real to like be able to hear someone say what you actually think rather than just like type it I think it just makes everything just so much more tangible and that's something that like a lot of airways people might not be able to experience whether they're like closeted, or they don't know other arrow ace people, or that's just like hard to find since everyone is kind of spread out and it's such a small community,
2: mhm, even if you don't know what ace and arrow are, like you don't even know it's a thing, and you are ace and arrow or ace and or arrow, and you've never heard those terms, like there's nothing worse than not feeling like other people, and you don't know why,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm even just thinking about like us meeting you like we had interacted with you plenty on the internet and the first time we like talked to each other not face to face because COVID, but like (laughs) really interacted like interface with each other was for the r60 of space fundraiser and we were like oh my god we're best friends immediately Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's just different it's just like a whole different uh dynamic
1: yeah yeah i remember feeling about that way with like everyone that participated in that fundraiser because I feel like it was the first time I ever really interfaced with that many A-spec people like semi face-to-face and it was just like a very yeah it was just like a very bizarre feeling
0: it was like well you're a fully fledged human too (laughs) (laughs) crazy
1: how'd you get that way you grow so big
0: (laughs) (laughs) um you mentioned editing and Sophie um Sophie is not A-Spec, correct? She's not. Okay, what's it like having, like, a -A non-A-Spec person, like, on the team, I guess?
2: It's kind of nice because she is super interested in the topics all the time, so it's kind of nice to know that you don't have to be Arrow or Ace to listen to the podcast and enjoy it. Um, It's also fun for her to, like, learn things just, like, about, you know, like, aspects of love or like romance um or sex that she'd never thought of before um, and then she'll ask me questions that makes that make me ask questions um so I don't know it's just fun it's a it's nice to have another perspective on it I think um and she as a person is just really great and fun to work with so yeah, if it's yeah, not I mean, obvious,
0: I love Sophie <laughs> <laughs> like when we were on like Sophie also like asked us questions through you but she still like brought up new things like she's definitely a very integral part of of your she pod. also showed
1: us her poster collection yes if yeah i remember correctly
0: mm-hmm. we talked about one direction i think
1: <laughs> yeah you did <laughs> it was a great it was a great time <laughs> but thinking about it i mean that was like the original premise of our show was like one straight person and one a-spec person like going back and forth about those topics and i do think like that's a really good point. I feel like the way that A-spec people think about certain things like relationships and love, like the split model of attraction, for example, like even people that aren't anywhere near the A-spec or aerospec like spectrums can learn a lot just kind of from like the way that A-spec people talk about and conceptualize certain things. So I know it's cool that she's kind of like forced to listen to it, I guess. Like <laughs> I wish we could force like every. Allo person to listen to like a content, you know. Yeah, I th- I thought you
0: were gonna say to our podcast specifically, and I was like, we could start getting so much ad revenue <laughs>
1: <Just> <laughs> if every all single allo person the on the planet. <laughs> Man, we'd just be so rich.
0: We'd be ah. rolling in it,
2: <laughs> rolling in the Casper money and all the <laughs> yes. other the Hello
1: Fresh, Hello Fresh, Hello. Mm-hmm. the toothbrush mm-hmm. one. Beyond. Meandy's Yeah, Meandy's Quip. Yeah. Quip. Quip, quip. It. yep. That's wow. kind of it. <laughs> we have none of none of these people sponsor us. Uh-uh. Classic. <laughs> so speaking of people listening to your podcast, so obviously Sophie listens. Sophie is your friend, but and obviously Acepec community members listen and if they don't they should. Because or else. But do the <laughs> other people in your life, like your real life friends or like family, listen to the podcast ever? Well, I'm definitely
2: not out to my family. Um, I don't think I'll ever be out to my family for very specific reasons. But um, my little sister, with the exception of my little sister, um, she's very, very supportive. And I love her to death. And she listens. Um, And some of my friends do, but I don't. Oh, this is a weird one. My supervisor listens. Um, Oh. Yep. So my family doesn't know, but my supervisor does. (laughs) um and she's she's the only one at work who knows um and she's so supportive of it like and she learns a lot from it I think and that's just really exciting um and she'll message me when she listens to an episode she like especially likes that's so cute yeah it's very (laughs) it's very nice um but no a lot of I think a lot of my friends probably listened at first for support um I I'd, I'd say um yeah. I did I did uh go on a date which was interesting and they had listened to my podcast so that was very interesting
1: oh, but... that was interesting
2: <laughs> That's
1: so bizarre. Yeah,
2: it was very very bizarre, but other than that how no. Did, how not did a lot they of people find do... it? Um like... well because I accidentally told them about, about it. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Classic classic uh yeah so with your family not knowing like you not being out to your family how does like the publicness of the podcast work like obviously your name is attached to it and everything Mm -hmm. like that so do you ever kind of like worry that they'll just like google you and be like oh interesting I'm not too worried
2: about it because um, CourtneyLang.com is an asbestos removal company.
1: Oh, wait, why? Now I'm
2: Googling it. So fun fact. Um, So no, I'm not too concerned. Um, My parents are also not very good at the Google. Um, Mm. And honestly, the rest of my family is too busy to care. So and I'm okay with that.
1: There you go. Yeah, I'm not finding. I googled Courtney Lang. I did not find asbestos. Did you put .com? Well, no. I just wanted to see if it would come up if I just googled it, but it didn't. Hold on. This is important. (laughs) .com London and nation. London and nationwide. (laughs) I want to stick on this for a second. This is for all your asbestos. No, this is the whole podcast now. Sorry, Courtney. (laughs)
0: No, that's for fine. all
1: of your asbestos n- removal needs in London and nationwide. Correct me if I'm wrong. Asbestos is like a mold of some kind that's like in your
2: house or whatever. Yeah. No, 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 no. Fun fact. I just learned this. This is also going to make it into the podcast because this is going to blow people's minds. <laughs> asbestos is, was, is used, it used to be used for almost everything. Like it, it was really popular in insulation for houses um, oh and so no. that's why they have to remove it now because they know it's bad for you. It is actually a naturally occurring fibrous material that is mined out of the ground. Is it that pink stuff? It can be pink. It can be green. It can mm. be blue, I think. Yeah.
1: Wow, Isn't that crazy? Cool. They can reinstall it for you too. But here's my <laughs> question. So it's something you do have to physically remove. So, but why are they in London and nationwide? I mean, why aren't I, they just? I
0: would, I would like to point mean... out that the UK is much smaller than the United States, so that would be like saying like, uh, in Michigan, in Detroit, and also all of Michigan, which is still Please a hold. lot. Please hold. You're
2: thinking. Hold. I think you're thinking nationwide, as in the United States.
1: <laughs> no, I was thinking of it of uh, the world. I think. <laughs> Are <laughs> you thinking worldwide? Can you not? I was leave? just thinking the whole world, and I was like, "Why wouldn't they just say the whole world, Mister Worldwide?" They can remove asbestos from London, mm-hmm. the UK, and mm-hmm. Pitbull. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm so stupid. I have a question. mm-hmm Okay. This is, these are not, nothing is in order anymore, but going back to kind of your like identity process and all of that, I was just curious myself of how like old you were when you started coming to terms with it and also like how you first heard of Arrow
2: So I have no idea how I first heard about it. I have no memory of hearing about it. Um, I'm going to assume it was on the internet somewhere. And I think I was either 19 or 20 when I first heard it. And then I didn't really come to terms. Like, I think I started, I think I came out to someone when I was probably 22, but I still didn't really want to believe it myself. And then I don't think I really came to full terms with it until I was like 27. Courtney, how old are you? I'm, I'm 20, well... Okay, fun fact: This episode is going to drop on my birthday. Oh, <gasps> I forgot about that. Yeah, so happy birthday to me. Um, not to like gloat about my birthday, but <laughs>
0: tell Courtney happy birthday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to be 29 when this episode
1: comes out. You do not seem that. I've been having a lot of problems with figuring out how old people on the internet are. It's okay. I look like I'm 12. I mean, you don't. You look like you're like our age. I just, how is everyone? And so we're older twelve, than me? Kayla. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot that we we're twelve. Oh no,
0: we really are. So I know you. You kind of, you kind of touched on this before, but um, the format of your podcast is a lot of just like talking about the person and not necessarily fixating on their identity. I guess why was that the approach you? took in terms of creating it so I do always make sure to
2: touch on you know what does asexual or aromantic or demisexual or you know gray romantic or any of the labels like I always touch on what does that mean for the person specifically because everyone's experience with that is different Mm -hmm. um but why I kind of move away from only focusing on what they identify as in terms of sexual or romantic orientation I guess I just really wanted to hear like I said I I guess I kind of started the podcast because I just wanted to hear other human beings who were like me in terms of sexual and romantic orientation talk about literally anything like and for me being ace and arrow aren't like the defining trait of who I am. I'm a lot more things than just being asexual and aromantic. Um, and I think for me, it's nice to hear what other people enjoy and what they are passionate talking about because we are more than our identity. And I think a lot of people forget that. And a lot of people, I think, from the outside looking into the community, just see us as oh, well, they're Aero, or, or, oh, well, they're Ace, and that's
0: all they are. Um. And I think a lot of people who are Aloe or outside the community uh, do kind of look at ace people as, like, oh, that's, like, a weird, exotic identity. Like, I just want to know about your identity. And it's, like, well, no, I'm a, I'm a human person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I'll tell you about my identity, but also, like, please don't treat me as, like, this is the Arrow Ace person.
2: (laughs) Right. It's like when you have an interesting job, all people want to talk about is your job and ask you about your job. They don't ask you about anything else. And that gets tiring at parties and you don't want to talk about your job all the time. So I feel like it's nice to move away from the job. It's nice to move away from the um, orientation and get into who the person is and really get to know who they are.
1: I also think it's just like so refreshing for people within the community too because I feel like, A lot of the content that gets put out, whether it's, you know, in writing or videos or whatever, and there's nothing wrong with this at all. Like that content needs to be made. But if the only content being made is kind of like the educational 101 stuff that the people within the community often already know, it's kind of like, well, there's nothing left for us to kind of enjoy as content that isn't like only related to our identities So it's, like, it's very refreshing that you obviously touch on it a bit, but then it's, like, okay, like, this is ace or arrow adjacent kind of content where, like, that's in the background, but also this isn't just, like, the basics. Like, they can get into deeper stuff.
2: Yeah, and I acknowledge that most of my audience is probably ace and arrow, if not all of it, so minus my supervisor. Um, (laughs) So I feel like I... I just need to, like, remind myself who's listening and who I'm making it for. Um, And I think that's where a lot of it comes from.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I think the other thing that is good for both inside the community and out, now I'm just like, this is a commercial for your podcast, which But, like, you were talking earlier about having, like, a 70-year-old guest. And, like, I know some other guests that you've had on are, like, a little bit older. And I think, like, something about the ace and era communities, they often seem so young. Like, it's a lot of, like, people in their 20s, like us, or, like, teenagers, and people think of it as, like, oh, it's this, like, Gen Z millennial sexuality, and, like, it's not real, to an internet thing. So I think it's it's just very cool to get representation of, like, other ages and other, like, ethnicities and races and genders, like, so that you can see that, like, the entire community isn't just kind of like one thing
2: yeah and I think a lot of that is like the people feel like I feel like people think things don't exist until there's a word for it but
1: Mm -hmm. really they
2: exist long before that just because there's no word for it or community around it doesn't mean it doesn't exist like I before I knew I was ace and arrow I knew something was up when I was like six Like, I was like, there's something happening to everybody else that's not happening to me. There's something I'm experiencing that other people aren't experiencing. And I just didn't have a word for it. So if you go back in time, like, I'm sure there were just as many people then as there are now. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe percentage-wise because, you know, population is (laughs) exploding. Yeah. But Yeah. But, you know, people back then who knew something was up and why did they feel this way why did they feel broken why is everybody else experiencing these things that they don't get or why are they experiencing things that other people aren't and there just wasn't a word for it and so people didn't talk about it and so there was no community around it and that's pretty frustrating when people are like oh it's it's new it's people are just trying to be different it's like no we've always been here we just didn't have a word we didn't have the internet so we couldn't connect with each other I don't know
1: Yeah, it's like, one of my favorite things is when people are like, ooh, the gay culture in ancient Greece, like, they were all so gay. And it's like, okay, they were doing what we see as, like, gay activities, but, like, they didn't have the word gay. Like, being gay wasn't a thing. You can't, like, take a word from now and be like, so it's like, it's this weird thing. You can't force it
0: onto them. Like, you can't force it onto a culture that...
1: Right. Didn't and it's just that. it's such a weird reverse that like aloe people seem to do is they're, they're like, well, I can take the word gay from now and put it on the people from ancient Greece. And oh, look, you know, being gay existed back then. But they're unwilling to do that for other identities. Right. It's just like get your story straight, please. Mm-hmm. So you've had very diverse guests on the show. You've had that. How many guests exactly? How many episodes are you up to now?
2: Uh, Fifty eight just came out.
1: Woo. Wow! Yeah. So you've had 58 guests. Do you have a dream guest?
2: Uh, yes, I do. I don't know their name, but I know their Twitter handle. <laughs> uh, is Piccolo, the artist?
1: Oh, is that the, the graphic designer?
2: No, it's the illustrator, I think. Hmm. Um, I would open it up in Twitter, but now my Twitter's not working. Um, <laughs> Good they're amazing they just came or they do some comics for dc i believe i think yes This is the person i was thinking of they really just doesn't know
0: the difference between graphic design and (laughs) illustration
2: um yeah (laughs) yeah they're amazing um i'm saying they're because i don't remember their pronouns um but my twitter is working now so
0: i can actually look them up if you don't mind Uh I'm just saying we talked to Alex, uh, Alex, Alice Oseman a couple weeks ago and uh, you should have her on your podcast. I know you I should. Should. Um, should.
2: Okay. Yes. Comic book artist at DC, Piccolo, at underscore Gabriel Piccolo. They don't have their pronouns on their bio. Everyone should, everyone put pronouns in your bio.
1: Everyone do it. <laughs> Me and Sarah just had this
0: conversation like two weeks ago. <laughs> I recently added my pronouns to my Instagram bio because they were in my Twitter bio and not my Instagram bio.
1: Mm. Tragic. Anyway, I remember when um, they posted that. It must have been a drawing of themselves, I yep. think. Yeah. But they were just like, I'm ace. And everyone was like, yay. Yeah.
2: They're amazing and they put out such good content and my wallpaper background on my phone is actually something they've drawn digimon you can't really see it but yeah they just like all the same things i like and they're amazing
1: peace their friend i would love to
0: nice this wasn't on our list, and I'm, I don't want to ask you to play favorites, but I'm going to ask you to play favorites. Uh, have you had, like, a favorite guest that has been on? Other than us, obviously.
2: <laughs> um, I really haven't. Not to be, like, cheesy, but they're all so great. Like, I've really struck gold with all of my guests. They're so, mm-hmm. like, everyone's so amazing, and everyone brings such different things to the table. And, like, I, like, people are so fascinating. Like, when you really sit down and just talk to somebody about something they like just amazing like fascinating like you learn stuff like i had an episode where i learned all about gravity like i thought i knew what gravity was and
0: i was wrong
2: <laughs> and like things like that just like i really can't even play favorites because everyone has been just so great
0: i love it when people are passionate about stuff Mm-hmm. tell me all about the shit you're passionate about i doesn't mean i have any knowledge of it or know what's going on but just tell me I'll send enthusiastic gifts in return.
1: This is what (laughs) happens. Every conversation me and Sarah have is just whatever she's recently passionate about. She's just yelling at me about it. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) What are you most recently
2: passionate about?
0: Sorry, I don't know. I'm playing interviewer. No, no, no. You're good. I mean, I think I know what answer Kayla would give.
1: For you? Yeah. The thing... I've been hearing about most recently. I feel like has been Succession. Yeah,
0: I I finished the TV show Succession a couple weeks ago, and so it just keeps
1: coming up. Um, Which is what happened with Shit's Creek, as everyone who regularly listens to this <laughs> podcast knows. Well, when you started talking about asbestos, I was
0: like, "Oh, there's a Shit's Creek reference right right up here, front of the noggin," <laughs> and I'm I'm not gonna say it. You're but so then I strong. Just did.
1: You're so strong, but now I you are can't.
0: not. Uh, Yeah, no, I just get very hyper fixated on things and then I just move on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. You're so both you a know. little bit like that, though. We really
2: And, <laughs> and I think I'm kind of like that, too, so nothing yeah. wrong with that.
1: Yeah. Kayla, well, how's My your paper making business is... going? <laughs> I haven't done it in a while because I was on like 12 traveling trips that's true so I haven't made paper in a while recently I'm into mechanical keyboards if we're just talking about what we're into recently <laughs> <laughs> fun what's what's a mechanical keyboard it's just like the old kinds that you used to like plug into your like desktop in your computer room like with the chunky keys yeah they just make very satisfying sounds and they're pretty and I'm getting one and it's coming in the mail in a couple days that sounds fun I have a problem yeah,
0: before we were waiting for you to hop back on, Courtney, because uh, for those listening at home, our Zoom just uh, kicked us all out. Um, while we were waiting for Courtney to come back on, uh, Kayla was like, when is it coming in the mail? And I was like, what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> and She was just like, waiting. my mechanical keyboard. <laughs> There's this meme. Hold on. This is only for us because no one is going to. This is a visual this isn't just kidding. This is an audio medium, but I'm going to show you a visual meme. This is me. Package. <laughs> package. It's this picture of Snow White like with her face stuck up against a window and her like nose is stuck up and it just says package package but spelled it's wrong. Me. Put spelled wrong. Oh, anyway, this is about us now. And this is supposed to be, an, this is why we don't interview people. We just keep talking about ourselves like a bunch of dicks.
2: I mean, it doesn't help that I'm asking you questions because I'm too used to interviewing people and not being interviewed. So, sorry about that. What are you going to do? Yeah. Don't
0: ever apologize for asking us about ourselves.
1: <laughs> we're obsessed with ourselves. <laughs> um. Okay, we're going to go back to asking Courtney questions now. Yeah, this, this
0: one is yours, Kayla. Yes. Thank
1: you. For your podcast, your podcast child. What are like your future goals or how you would like it to continue growing?
2: Honestly, I'm okay with the way it is. I don't know if that's like I respect
0: the honesty of (laughs) the answer. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm I have awesome listeners. Like I mean, more listeners would be awesome and welcome and amazing. Um but I'm not too caught up on like the numbers of it. I'm I'm just really enjoying the experience of you know it's an awesome community. The listen like I'm nothing without the listeners obviously because it's a
0: podcast. If you have no listeners, you know I mean that's fine you're just, too if you're doing it just for fun. But you're just but, talking into the void and like if your right. if your whole purpose for the podcast is to like let other a spec people know that like oh here are other people then it's like if no one's listening that kind of defeats the purpose.
2: Right, exactly. And I don't know, it's just been a lot of fun. And I've learned so much, and I'm still learning so much. So I think it's just if things can keep going the way they're going,
0: like, I'm golden. And I can say from experience, uh, if your podcast grows uh, too much, it starts getting stressful. (laughs) (laughs) And when and when your co host goes camping for a week, and doesn't have reliable internet access and you have to deal with your three-year-old toddler of a podcast all week and you just get stressed and you I wasn't ready to be a single parent
1: Sarah had to single parent and do all of the things that I usually do which is a lot of just talking to other people and I don't think Sarah was prepared to talk to so many other people
0: I'm used to actively ignoring when we get notifications (laughs) Because it's always like, oh, look, Kayla's talking to the to the Avon social person again, just having a conversation or like, like, you know. And so I've learned to actively ignore the notifications. And then I was like, wait, I haven't answered this person in three days.
1: Speaking of, we just got a new message that you need to answer, Sarah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, I respect that answer very much. You don't need to like. You don't need to, you know? Mm-hmm. You you don't need to.
2: I'm very easily, yeah, people say I'm very easily pleased, so maybe that's part of it, but. I feel like it's a good way to be. Sometimes.
0: <laughs> that's the last of our official questions. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to ask about. Yeah, have any fun I follow-ups?
1: To... I want to ask Courtney, what are you like? Because you ask people about their, like, hobbies and the stuff that's interesting about them. So I want to know, like, what are you recently into? Like, what are, you, what are you doing?
2: Oh, let's see. So I'm very much one of those people who gets really into something, figures it out, gets bored of it, and stops. Me. Um, yeah. So recently, I've been doing a lot of... Well, I I have been doing a lot of printmaking, um, wood, like woodblock and linoleum specifically. Um, and then... I ran out of blocks and they were on back order. <laughs> so, I had to resort to watercolor, which is hard. People yes. who can do watercolor, I have so much respect for you. So much respect. Like it's such an unforgiving medium in my opinion. Like you you put something down, it's there. Like it's and you're making it up as you go. Like it's it's
0: <laughs> my mind just like I can't and like you try and fix it you got to add more water now your paper's mush now you're Kayla is making recycled paper yeah
2: basically so like watercolor is very hard it's so fun and it's so pretty and like my favorite art. a lot of my favorite artists are like specialize in watercolor which is why I tried it out it is hard like I have so much respect for people who are good at watercolor um so that's one of them I play a lot of video games I guess um, I've been really going back to Minecraft these days. I've been playing a lot of Minecraft. Um I just downloaded Red Dead
0: Redemption 2 for the first time. I'm I so late heard to that game. Nothing but wild, wild appreciation for that game.
1: Yeah. Is that the one where they make the horses too realistic? Yes. <laughs> That's really the bulk of what I've heard is that the horses have too many genital. As as you can see, me
0: and Kayla are gamers. <laughs>
1: I'm a gamer. I play
0: Animal oh Crossing. I that haven't counts. even been to my island yet today.
2: Still counts. Gamers.
0: Gamers. Mm-hmm. Acer. So, good try.
1: no i disagree i don't think it was a good try i
2: disagree (laughs) um but yeah that's really that's really me i go on walks with my dogs Um, what kind of dogs dogs? i they're both mutts so Hmm. i don't know one's definitely got lab well, my roommate's dog is definitely, like, a lab border collie mix of mm-hmm. something, something, something. And then the other one is, like, totally unknown. Just a lot of stuff. Like, a lot of stuff. Like, my old roommate got me one of those dog DNA tests mm-hmm. for my birthday one year.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I took it, and super mutt came up.
1: Ah. So. <laughs> super mutt. <laughs> super How long have mutt? you had your dog? Super mutt oh uh,
2: like two years <gasps> Cute. cute yeah. for you yeah thank you thank you so much i love dogs
1: <laughs> watercolor is hard that was oh, one of you're my just going things straight back to watercolor huh No, i'm just thinking about it that was one of my hobbies that i picked up and then put back down like mm-hmm. several years ago
0: mm-hmm. yeah we were still living in dorms when you did that yeah it's hard it is hard I have no artistic skill whatsoever. Oh, I'm sure that's not true. I'm just really impatient is the problem. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sarah so. can't
0: even... Oh, my God.
1: I have Stop to... Stop job phone. Uh, We're interviewing Courtney. I have to disrupt <laughs> everyone with a picture of my cat. Oh, uh, So my like parents' them. hobby is that my parents have a garden. My parents also have 25,000 hobbies, but one of them is they have a garden and they can the vegetables... And they make the tomatoes into homemade, like, spaghetti sauce. And so the tomatoes have been harvested, and it's almost time to make the sauce. It's almost the sauce season. And my cat, since I live with my parents now, has taken a real liking to the tomatoes. So she will, like, push them off the counter, and she will lick them when they are, like, sliced open. And now, apparently, she's just laying on the counter on top of all of the tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Speaking so. of gardening,
0: parents, my father has taken to posting to Facebook uh, pictures of his vegetables from his garden. That says, "Take a break from the fuck." What is it? What is he says the same thing every time? You oh, sent no. it to me once. But I've I sent remember. it to you. Take oh, it's top of my feed. <laughs> Take a break from the political slash viral. And behold the fill in the blank. <laughs> and he just posts pictures. This what? This is a salamander. Oh, that's a that's Instagram. I didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was gonna say that does not look like this a, a salamander. Food. Wow. Anyway, Jack is the weirdest person. Jack is in the world. so weird. That's where I
0: got it from. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Who are we? okay kayla what is our poll this week oh god is courtney the coolest yes or big yes
1: is courtney your new mom yes yes Courtney <laughs> is my new mom <laughs> is a okay is it possible to make a poll with only oh man i really wanted to make a poll with only one choice but they don't <laughs> let you Wow, it's almost as if that defeats the purpose of a poll. It would
0: be funny, though. It it would be very funny. Okay, so what's the poll going to be, Kayla? That's not a poll.
1: I miss the old days when I just thought of a poll on the spot. Would putting you under pressure help? No. (laughs) (laughs) No! Um... Yeah. Do you listen to... Almost A-L-K. 150
0: episodes later, spelled. we can't come up with a poll. Put her under pressure.
2: <laughs> a space.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes or not. no, but I will.
1: Yes, not yet. No, I suck.
2: Even <laughs> just tweeted cake,
0: question mark, and that's it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, well. We've got to do some beeves and Juices. Courtney, I don't know if you prepared yourself for this. I'm so unprepared. Okay. Good. We'll, me we'll too. Let, we'll let you go last. Oh, should I go first? Because I wrote this down.
1: <laughs> You're never prepared. It's like you've never done this podcast before.
0: Okay. My beef. I have two beefs. First beef is America. Everything oh. is bad. <laughs> uh fuck louis dejoy and all those people who are trying to cut the US postal service send your mail in ballots requests and your mail in ballots as soon as possible or if your area has like a ballot drop box do that i'm just saying i'm just saying my other beef is that there's some real shit going down on with the election in belarus why do you know about this sarah you ask great question I have a friend from college who is from Belarus and she has brought this to my attention and shit is fucked. The opposition candidate had to flee the country and um like they turned off all internet and cell service so like my friend like couldn't talk to her grandparents and there's been like riots and stuff and it's been not cute um so you know just gonna say that you know stay informed about anti-democratic happenings around the world because I mean they're happening in America but they're also could be us a next lot of other who's to say <laughs> who is to say my juice is now I'm going to give a caveat regardless of what your opinions are on Kamala Harris I know you have opinions on Kamala Harris. I know you do. My Twitter feed is like one third ecstatic people, one third pissed people, and one third people who are just like, well, that's it. Um, But for those of you who don't know, she was announced recently as Biden's VP pick. Regardless of what you think of her, I would just like to take a moment to appreciate that a black and South Asian woman is on the ticket of a major party as a candidate for VP. I'm just gonna feel free to critique her. I mean, you should given the position she's in but uh just remember the gender and racial biases that may color your thinking and also appreciate that there's a woman of color in that role thank you for coming to my TED talk
1: <laughs> Sarah Kayla. loves the politic at the end of the show <laughs> <laughs> Kayla what's your beef and your juice oh my always a treat to go after the political rants um <laughs> my beef is that I'm back, not vacation anymore, which is exciting to Sarah. Thank you. Which is exciting to Sarah, but not exciting to me, because when you're gone from work for a week and then you come back, you're like, oh, God, there's so much to do, and I just want to be in the woods again. My other beef is that our second-to-last-day camping, um, there was a big, like, thunderstorm. Right literally on top of us, like, the lightning was literally, like, right there. You could simply see it. And I got <laughs> very usually wet. You
0: can see lightning.
1: No, but, like, I simply, it was so close. Oh. And there was, like, no, you know how usually you're, like, let me count the seconds between the thunder and the lightning. No. You simply couldn't. Because mm-hmm. there weren't any seconds between them. Um, So it was scary, and we had to, like, run from our campsite, because it's just tense, and some tarps, and we had to run away in the rain, I got very wet, and we had to hide in a public bathroom. We hid in a boys' bathroom, which is very exciting for Scandalous. me. Scandalous. There wasn't even a single urinal now that I think about it. Pretty lame. Um, <laughs> if we're gonna gender our bathrooms, at least put urinals
0: in them for Kayla's exactly. enjoyment. Exactly! <laughs> I wanna look at them! Anyway, I don't know why I keep taking on a weird radio presenter voice from the 1930s.
1: <laughs> I don't like it. My other, or not my My juice is mechanical keyboards, because they look nice, and they sound nice, and I'm getting one hopefully in the mail this week, and that's my new thing, and I stalk the Reddit, and that's my life now.
0: You know the children's book, Click Clack Moo?
1: Cows That Type. Nope.
0: Nope. There's a children's book called Click Clack Moo, Cows That
1: Type, and that's you. That's me. (laughs) Um... My other juice is TikTok, because it's funny. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Courtney, now that we've given our train wrecks of <laughs> beefs and juices, do you have any beefs or juices?
2: Um. Yeah. So I was going to say the post office is my beef. Well, no, the post office is my juice, but the situation happening with the post mm-hmm. office is my beef, for sure. Yeah. Um, everyone save the post office. It's important, and...
1: How am I going to get my mechanical keyboard if there's no post office? Did you ever think about me and my keyboard? There you go. Trump. Government. Oh, and now Sarah's showing off her stamp collection. Wow, she has a lot of stamps.
2: You have a lot of stamps. That's three sheets and counting.
0: (laughs) One of them is international stamps.
2: Wow. A lot of stamps. Beautiful. Um, And then, gosh, my juice. My juice. Um... I, well, not to be, like, too on, on the nose, but I uh, bought some apple juice the other day, and it has <laughs> ch- changed my life. Like, I have not bought juice as an adult in since uh, I've become would, an adult, I think.
1: Would recommend. Holy Fine shit. Fine juice as an adult is great. Yeah. I don't, again,
2: I don't really
0: like
1: again, again, that much.
2: Again, uh, easily pleased, but apple <laughs> juice is my
0: juice. Oh, that's incredible. Juice is
1: great. Orange juice, grapefruit juice.
0: I I'm not a Great. juice person. Great stuff. No, Love that juice. I was when I was a child. I like didn't drink a lot of juice. That's okay. Um. It's not okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, you can find our poll. Tell us about your beef, your juice, uh, your actual juice on our Twitter at Sounds Pod. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Patreon.com/soundsfakepod. Our five dollar patrons are Jennifer Smart, the oh whoa whoa. My mouth got ahead of my too brain. Fast. <laughs> so, <laughs> too fast. Too <laughs> fast. Our $5 patrons are Jennifer Smart, Estretha Vanakota, Austin, Landry Finney, Perry Fierro, d Quinn Pollock, Emily Collins, Book Marvel, Changing MX, Derek, and Carissa. Simona Simon, Jamie Jack, jessica shay Rhea Faustino, Daniel Walker, Barefoot Backpacker, Olivia Madeline, Askew, Lily, James, Corinne, Alice is in Space, Sky Simpson, Brooke Siegel, Ashley W., Savannah Coats Art, Harry, Haston Dugan, and we have two new $5 patrons. We have Vishak <gasps> and Jacob Weber. Thank you. Both of you for your Hello. contributions to this shit show of a podcast. Um, our ten dollar patrons are Kevin and Tessa at Dirty Uncle Kevin at Tessa underscore M underscore K. Arkness, who would like to promote the Trevor Project, Benjamin abar who would like to promote tabletop games, anonymous who'd like to promote Halloween, Sarah McCoy, who would like to promote podcasts from Planet Weird, my Aunt Jeannie, who would like to promote Christopher's Haven, Cassandra, who would like to promote their modeling Instagram at Little Red, Doug Rice, who would like to promote native by Caitlin Curtis, Maggie Capelbo, who would like to uh, promote i forgot the word promote in the middle of that sentence her dog's instagram at Muffin 19 hflds and purple chickadee who would like to promote initiative o uh our $15 patrons are nathaniel white nathaniel Jewett, my mom julie who would like to promote free hug sarah jones who is at eternal lolly everywhere <sighs> dia chapelle who would like to promote the underwhelm series by Garrett robinson andy a who would like to promote being in unions in the iww martin giselle who would like to promote mental health and dragonfly who of course is promoting courtney this week um <laughs> Courtney uh where can the <laughs> Courtney where- looks so shocked. <laughs> She's so easily pleased. <laughs> yes. Um where where can the kids at home find you? Oh, you can find me in
2: a lot of places, so We, um, let's start with the website, aokpod.com. Pretty easy. That'll take you straight to the episode list. Um, if you want to go to our fancier website, you can go to aokpod.squarespace.com where you can buy merch.
1: We have merch now. I saw the merch today.
2: Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at aokpodcast. That's literally a-o-k-p-o-d-c-a-s-t. Um, and then you can email me at aokpod at gmail.com.
1: Or Ooh. you can get your asbestos removed at courtneylang.com.
2: <laughs> that is true. It's not me, though. It's someone else. It's an imposter.
0: But
1: only in why UK you- and not worldwide. <laughs> not worldwide. But also I'm unconvinced that you are not the person running that website i feel like you're secretly also in england removing asbestos
2: i'm just really passionate and (laughs) anti-asbestos
1: wow
0: i'm so happy for you to be passionate about something like that is great yeah can i
2: change Uh, my beef to asbestos
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) um aside from yourself and your pod is there anything you would like to promote you can say no but
2: Mm. just thought i'd throw it out there promote promote be nice to each other that's all i got a good point a good
0: point (laughs) all right well thank you courtney so much for joining us thanks for listening and tune in next sunday for more rest in your ears
1: until then remove your asbestos from Mm -hmm. your cow from your cows that's probably not good for them come on now (laughs) let them live an asbestos free life